Welcome to the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. What the financials don't show also is your tax rate. They don't show whether you paid a low tax oh, rate I, or I no tax rate. I very hard rates. to pay as little tax as possible, and I've, I've said that for the last two years. I fight very hard because this country wastes our money. They take our tax money and they throw it down the drain. They spend $4 trillion in the Middle East, and we can't fix a road or a bridge. Well, we appreciate Donald for telling us how he feels about that. And if you hate Donald Trump or you like Donald Trump, you're going to love tomorrow's show. We're going to do the most in-depth timeline breakdown in the history of podcasts or AM radio. We're going to have a four-part series about the life and times of Donald Trump. It's going to be a Trump-tastic week. Some of you will say, you know what? I had no idea how he actually made money. Some of you will say, I had no idea how many of his businesses failed, and there's a lot. Some of you will say, I had no idea how uh, much money he thinks he's worth. Versus, versus, as an example, let's just give you one example. Forbes said that since he became president, because he's lost certain endorsements, okay, he was worth $3.6 billion, according to Forbes, previous to becoming the president. Um, as soon as he ran for president, he lost a lot of endorsements. Now Forbes says he's worth $3.1 billion dollars. But Donald Trump has said and does believe that he's worth 10 billion dollars. So Donald believes he's worth 10 billion dollars and Forbes is saying, "Uh no, you're worth 3.6 to 3.1." And yet like the New York Times questions whether he's worth anything at all because they talk about how much debt he has leveraged. I would just say this, whether you hate Donald or love Donald, at the end of the day he probably has more money than you. And he's probably in charge of our country. Probably, so what we right? should probably do is listen to the show uh, tomorrow and the rest of the week and decide. Let's just look at the facts. I mean, the facts, he's been married three times, okay? The facts, he's had some bankruptcies. The fact is he's in charge of our country. The fact is he's worth, Forbes says, $3.1 billion. The fact is he says he's worth $10 billion. There's a lot of The fact, the fact is we're going to be, we're, we're going to jump into Trump. Oh, the rest that, of this oh, week. Oh, the fact That's is. That's what the fact is. The, wow. the fact is, if if the, the the business of running the country, if he fails at that, oh, there will be hell to pay. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yet another Donald Trump toupee reference. That now, was actually a good one. Now, okay. now, now, oh, yeah. The timing was good. Finally worked. Finally now, worked. Now, Steve, I'm going to say this here real quick here. Uh, I'm excited about the show, and, and the, only, the only thing I'm a little bit worried about is that if we... Um, you know, if we want to keep the show real time and relevant, we're going to have to link to Donald Trump's Twitter feed, which means that about 45 <laughs> times per two hours will be interrupted. Mm. Oh, I mean, he's it's like it's, it's connected now to his brain via artificial <laughs> intelligence. Anything that he thinks or is thinking about thinking immediately is tweeted. Auto tweet. <laughs> he, he, he was he's like, I didn't mean to post that. I was only thinking about thinking it. <laughs> he he wants Oreos. <laughs> he Donald Trump was oh. the inventor of the regrettable retweet. Right. <laughs> he's the one who invented that idea. He's mastered it. <laughs> okay. Well, so he's we, doing better than, uh, who was it that- Everybody. The, the aide or somebody was viewing uh, adult content on their Twitter or uh -oh. shared it or something uh -oh. like that. That was mm. Ted Cruz, I think Oh, was. Ted? Or one of the guys, yeah. Okay. So now, remember, this is a radio show. We have to, we have to fact check everything. We have to fact check. That's an allegation, Steve. That's an allegation. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, I love Ted everything Cruz. Everything we're going to break down on the show, everything we break down on the show this week is all going to be cited about the life and times oh, of Donald Trump. Now, we're going to be breaking down here the life. This is the final show about how Google works, the Larry Page and Sergey Brin story. So, variable number 20, Eric Chuff, you got to have a video message on the con on the website because humans want to know that you're real and that you are in fact a real human. I mean, people genuinely like to buy from people they know 
and they can trust. And when people invest the time to watch your video, it yet again increases the amount of time that the users spend on your website, which increases your Google search engine optimization score. And when you create a compelling video and insert it above the fold on the website, more and more users will take the desired action items that you want to take. Your video will actually um, get more people to convert. Can you explain how the video works? I mean, one, why do we have to have a video on the website, my man? Well, like you were just saying, it instills confidence in the uh, consumer. They're going to get on there. They're going to see, hey, this person's willing to put their face and their name on their business, on their product. Um, if you were a scammer, if you were trying to steal people's money and run out of town, you probably wouldn't make uh, that big of an online trail, right? You wouldn't let people know who you are, what you look like. So it's really important to, to uh, instill that confidence in the consumer so that they will choose you in the vast marketplace. Funny, funny example of how this, uh, why a video is so important. We had a client years ago who uh, uh, reached out to us, said, hey, could you get us to the top of Google? And, Chuck, we, we can get people to the top of the search engine mm -hmm. results. And the client was in Got a regular... They're, they're, they're in a regulated industry. They're a re the industry right. they're in is regulated. And so I said, hey, to increase conversions, why don't you... Uh, record a video that we put on your website, our team will do it for you, that can explain where you went to school, where you graduated from, and why people should buy from you because you're in a this. licensed industry where people uh, you know, probably are reluctant to buy from a non-licensed person. Probably your resume, your bio, yeah. how you got here probably matters. And the guy refused to do the video. Chuck, can you explain why somebody who's shady doesn't want to do a video? Yeah, because like, like we were saying, you don't want to leave that trail. You don't want to let people know who you actually are. Um, another another spin on that actually is that if you're a smaller business, typically people like to buy from a small local business. So Like if, Tip Top Canine, exactly, for example. Like those guys. Watch their About Us video and you really want to like get a dog and get it trained. They're super nice people. They're honest. They're hardworking. They're not like, I would say, the Walmart, the big box store of dog trainers, right? So you can get to know who they are and it really compels people to buy local and, and, and keep that money in your local economy. I know you're a big fan of that, Clay, with all this online shopping. And well, we've been, been talking, talking about, about it all week because we're talking about Google uh, search engine optimization. And, and the reality is, according to Forbes, 88% of consumers read reviews before buying a product. They read online reviews before buying a product. And another statistic that's crazy out there. I mean, you can look this up. There's so many websites you can you can find this data. I dare you to look it up. But the majority, I dare you. the majority of people this year are the the pendulum has switched. The majority of people are buying all of their Christmas presents online, except oh, for yeah. Clay. And so and, and and so we're gonna do a little survey, informal survey here, Eric Chup. Are you gonna be buying this year? I mean, you and don't and don't don't buy into this cultural bias. Don't look at the polling data. <laughs> don't try to fit in with the Joneses. Are you, Chup, are you gonna be buying this year's Christmas presents online or are you gonna be buying them in the big box stores? I, my friend, am going to buy everything online. Online only. I hate going to stores. I want to have a moment of silence for the big box retailers, but it's a radio show. So instead, I will just say Those. Uh, the, the closest thing that I could say to a, a, a showing how much I did detest that idea. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Okay, he, so he's now, throwing eye daggers at me. The fact that you don't, you don't care about those green buy local Broken Arrow tickets mm -hmm. I mean, that I'm given that I throw away every day. Those, the, the fact that you don't want the, the tickets. that win. See, I have some right here. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, look, buy local? Yeah, see, because I bought local. You guys, Chubb, have you gone as, as extreme to start buying your groceries online? No, not yet. That's we, right. That's right. That's right. Local economy, sprouts baby. Sprouts all the way. Okay, so Steve, are you, are you buying 
this year's Christmas presents online, or are you supporting the local economy? Do you care at all about the kids, the women, the parents, the local business owners? Do you hate local people, or do you buy your presents online? Answer the question. Well, um, I do like to buy local, but um, that's just more of like a mythical thing. Because I buy everything online. <laughs> because, and I'm really ticked that Mary Fallon passed that thing that said we had to pay taxes on Amazon too. I don't care what anybody says. I'm ticked about that. I have to pay taxes on Amazon now. It's annoying. Okay, so Andy Matherin, you mm-hmm. obviously are a guy who loves the country so much that you you left. Uh, you were Great Britain. You left. You know the United Kingdom. The red coats are coming. Uh-huh. And you you you, you mm-hmm. changed. You actually are now a U.S. citizen. That's right. You came here 18 years ago, approximately, to play basketball at Oral Roberts University. Sure You've played did. international professional basketball. Mm-hmm. You're a great member of the local economy. You. Right. Oh um, yeah, you're, great. You're, your, your kids, your family, your wife, you drive. and Unless there's something mm-hmm. I don't know about, you're driving on the local roads. Yes. You, yes. Uh, the wrong are, side. You're right. using the, the local side. electricity. I get honked at all the time. Um, I haven't bought gas online. I just want use, you guys to know that. You maybe use local parks. Petrol. Um, you've you've probably you know been to a local park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say you've probably been to the <laughs> BOK Center um, You know that was financed by public funds. Right. You're a, a man of, of, the, of the community. Do you throw all that aside? Do you I mean do you do you hate the community? Uh, and do you buy, I mean do you hate the community and buy all your products online or do you buy local? I mean do you do you hate the community? Do you right. hate help and support the local causes? Right. Or or you know by buying online or do you do you shop local? I guess there's a small amount of hatred there because I do buy on Amazon.com and I'm a Prime member, but I do also. How do you guys sleep major- at night? Ma- all, th- all three of you on my on my pillow that I ordered box, off of Amazon. Big That's box how. stores. Clay's making us go first, so he can look like the stores. good guy. Big you, box stores. This is well. crap. Ninety-five percent big box. You do oh. buy from Costco. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the place. That, okay, so walk me through. That, that your, Costco's your, your, not local. That's super local. Walk me local. That's a fraud, Steve. Steve, we. No, I'm Andy just saying. You're just setting this up so you look like the world's most humble man again. Steve, I don't like. Andy it. has the mic. I'm going to interrogate him I now. So Costco. here we go. So what are the stores that you're? Because this is an interrogation. What are the local stores that you've bought from this week? And you held a pay. Go for it. You don't. You don't have time to get a lawyer. Answer the question. Okay, so Costco. Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, that's uh, yeah, certainly one that's pretty, pretty close. Local. It's local enough. It's local enough. And uh, we'll go to uh, some of the local restaurants uh, uh, nearby. And that's, uh, that's really, really about okay. it. Well, Costco, Costco does it all for us. I'm just telling you, the majority of people are now buying products and services online. And if you do not know how to optimize your website and get to the top of Google, you are missing out. Regardless of my opinion about the importance of buying local or from our local economy, you I, you cannot change the cultural uh, transition that has already happened where people are now buying the products and services that they need and want online but you have to have variable number 20 to convert to to make to make money on an online website you really need to have video on your website which is why as part of the thrive time show business coach experience we not only include the search engine optimization but we include the videography the photography the graphic design and the visual elements needed to help create a compelling conversion website so eric chup i want to ask you this as a business coach yo how important is the video on the website and talk to me maybe if there's one client you could think of that has the best 
video of all the clients, whether it's your Besides client or someone else's concepts. client, what is the best video of any of the client websites? I would actually pile on what Steve said earlier. That tip top video is one of the best that, is that actually, I actually think. Yeah. It's it's shot really well. They have a really awesome message. They're a young couple. They're hardworking. Good you people. know, they look they just look and feel like people that you would want to do business with yep. and get to know outside of business. And the awesome thing is people see that video, they trust them and then they wow them with their service because they really do an awesome job mm-hmm. training your dog. Also Cola. Oh, Cola has Cola a great. There. They have a great video. Yeah, Cola's great video. A big one. If you want to see the Tip Top Canine video, go to tiptopcanine.com. And once you get there, by the way, if you're looking to train your dog, and I know you are, your dog's eating all the Christmas gifts. No, eating shoot, all the Christmas come on candy. outside, eating mm. up your yard, Clay. <laughs> Giving you poison <laughs> oak. <laughs> Giving you poison oak. Won't your shut dog, up in the backyard. Your dog is. is if, if your dog, if you need your get your dog under control, you've got to use the folks <laughs> at Tip. Top Canine. Schedule your there. first training session today at tiptopcanine.com. Now, we come back. Jonathan Kelly, the man who manages all of the, the Thrive Time Show uh, team members, he is going to be breaking down how to determine what keywords you want to optimize for. Because even if you follow all of the variables we previously discussed and you do not have the right keywords on your website and you don't have a strategy, it still does not help you win. And if you're listening today and you say, you know what, there's a lot of information being discussed here, and I, I don't want to miss out on this, but I got to get back to work or I got to hop into a meeting, I encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets for our in person workshop this Friday and Saturday. I believe we have one ticket left. If we are sold out, we'll have to book you for the February event, but I encourage you to book your tickets today at thrivetimeshow.com. Dot com. $99 for your ticket. Get it today at thrivetimeshow.com. I know exactly who you could be. So just hold on, we're going home. Just hold on, we're going home. It's hard to do these things alone. Just hold on. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. You can try all you want. Your time is up. I'll tell you why. You say you're sorry, but it's too late now. So save it. Get gone. Shut up. Cause if you think I care about you now, well, boy, I don't give up. You're fired. I love that. Complete time. Oh, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Now, this week, to tomorrow's show and beyond, it's going to be a Trump-tastic week because the commander-in-chief, love him or hate him, is Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump. Now, Donald Trump is a complicated uh, person, and uh, breaking down his life and times has taken me, I'm up to about 12 hours of research getting this done, and I want to explain to you um, just some things that as, as researching Donald Trump and breaking down his timeline that are just confusing as all get out, when he's running for president, Forbes is saying Forbes and Forbes is very objective. OK, so Forbes is like uh, I would say Steve Forbes himself is right of center. But the overall, the publication is, is right down the middle. OK, so they're going to declare the net worth of like Jay-Z or Taylor Swift or whatever. And they have a rich list and they said Donald Trump is worth three point six billion that they can that they, they can count. Now, since he became president, he lost a couple major deals, like The Apprentice Show was canceled. He claims that he actually wanted it to be over. The point is, it's done. 
He lost uh, his connection with the PGA Tour. He lost a lot of sponsorships. So Forbes said he's now worth $3.1 billion. Now, also, the traffic to the Trump Tower in New York City has never been more. It's never been higher. People visiting the the Trump hotels has never been higher because people want to uh, see the buildings that he built. He's now like a he's, he's he's basically dominates the headlines every day. It's like an on it's never ending Donald Trump commercial, right? You love him or hate him, he's in the public eye. I mean, there's never been probably somebody more talked about than this guy. I mean, he's the top of mind for everybody. But while he was running for president, he kept saying he was worth ten billion dollars. That's a huge difference. That's like a three times. He's saying, hey, I'm worth ten billion. Uh, Forbes is saying you're worth three point six. Uh, he's been married three times. He's been married three times. Oh, he see ten billion divided by three because he gave oh. it. Oh. That's how it worked twice. out. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Another yeah, example. same thing happened to somebody else. Another example. He wrote a book called The Art of the Deal. If you've ever read the book called mm. The Art of the Deal, it's the best-selling Donald Trump book. I've actually read the book. It's a, it's a well-written book, and The Art of the Deal uh, really put Trump on the map because it was like the biggest. Uh, it was the number one best-selling book for eighteen weeks in a row. Now, the problem is with the art of the deal, there's a notable quotable from the guy who co-wrote the book with him. This is Tony Schwartz. I'm going to read you the notable quotable from Tony Schwartz before we get back into how Google works. This is what Tony Schwartz says about Donald Trump. He says, until several months ago, I would have said not all that different. He was then and is now always 100% self-absorbed, incapable of interest in other human beings, and completely self-referential. He viewed every event through the lens of its impact on him. Even 30, even 30 years ago, he had an incredibly short attention span. Lying was almost second nature to him. He did it as easily as most of us drink water. All of those things have turned out to be very similar all throughout his life. And he himself has said, I'm pretty much the same person at 70 that I was at 7. Now, Howard Kaminsky, the, the, the publisher of the book, said that Donald Trump did not even write as much as a postcard portion of the book. He said he did not write any of the book at all. But yet Donald Trump claims that he was very involved in the book. So the point is, the point is when you have a political opinion, people, man, they love to attack you either way. So it's going to be a fun show, John. You know what uh, America said when he was running for president? What? What's that? You're hired. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. nice. You're not wow. the only one that has bad Trump jokes, Steve. Mm. Oh, well, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since I sold the toupee one from you. Hey, stole it. <laughs> Don, uh, stole it. Here, here's the thing: is Jonathan just trumped your two page? Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Mm, so we're moving, on, we're moving on to variable number twenty one. How Google works. How to determine? Well, the thing is, while I'm not laughing at jokes, I'm secretly thinking about the next <laughs> joke. All right. So variable yeah. number twenty one. How to determine what keywords to optimize for? This is the final variable you really have to get right because if you optimize your website for a keyword that no one's looking for, that doesn't matter. So Jonathan, break down for us. You you have the floor, my friend. How does how do you determine what keyword to optimize for when you're optimizing your website? Well, there's a couple different ways. One, you can find a company that does it for you, such as Thrive 15. We'd actually we run a ton of different tests through uh, all sorts of different tools to find the best keywords that you should go for. But also, you can ask your customers. You know, if you're looking for my service, what would you type into Google? And you can pull them all and collect all that data. And then you have to use those keywords to see who comes up top and then find out how much pages of content they have. Okay. So that you can dominate them, right? Can you repeat that, John? I think a lot of people are just trying to take some notes. They're trying to figure out what you're saying, and they're kind of new to this idea. Could you kind of explain it one more time? Yeah, so what I would do is if, if I owned a barbershop, I would ask everybody that comes to my barbershop, what would you type into Google in order to find me? 
Okay. What if it was a hair salon and not a barber shop? Like uh, if it was more for women? Oh, would I, you ask still? No, I don't serve. No, I'm just kidding. No. You just, whatever, whoever your customers are. So uh, you just ask them, you pull them, and you have all of these totally keywords. Confused. So then from there, you take your keyword that you want to go for. So if it was Tulsa Men's Haircuts, for instance, or Tulsa Hair Salon, maybe, for Steve. <laughs> right. you know, And you want to put that into Google, and you see who comes up on the first page. Right. Who's, who's number one on the first page? And so then you take that website URL, that the website address, and you put the site colon and then the website URL. And then that way you can see how many pages Google has indexed. Now, here is some some details for you. If you, um, let's just say that you do exactly what John says, somebody's going to tell you, well, no, you should actually use the Google Keyword Planner. Well, the problem is, is that the majority of people search using long tail terms. So the majority of people type in search engine terms that other people uh, don't type in, right? All of us think differently. So as an example, even preparing for the Donald Trump show and doing my research, I typed in bad facts about Donald Trump. I typed in good facts about Donald Trump. I typed in hmm. facts Donald Trump doesn't want you to know. I typed in the facts about Donald Trump's success. I typed in how did Donald Trump do it. I typed in Donald Trump timeline. I typed in Donald Trump uh, uh, Maple's divorce. What happened? I typed in all those search engine terms. I probably typed in uh, maybe four to 500 different search engine terms to find all of the information. And I made sure that everything that we're going to teach you on tomorrow's show is all cited by a third party news source that's credible. Now, the problem is New York Times has a left of center bias. CNN is left of center. Fox is right of center, right? Every publication has their own bias because it's written by humans. And so what Google wants to do is give you an unbiased search result. And they don't know what most people type in because most people type in something differently. So they're only going to show you with their Google Keyword Planner what most people type in. But I would, I would tell you, if you read the book Get Rich Click or Search Engine for Dummies, you're going to find that the majority of people do not type in the exact same keyword. So if you're looking for Tulsa Men's haircuts that seems very self-serving you're recommending your own company again you're going to find the elephant in the room men's grooming lounge it'll be top in google but how many people type in like the best men's haircuts in tulsa or find the best men's haircuts in tulsa or siri what is the best google search engine result for men's haircuts or uh tulsa barber shops or find the best tulsa barber shops or finding the best tulsa barber shops or the best rated tulsa barber shops there's so many different things you could type in and we're going to breakdown keyword optimization we come back it is the thrive time show on your radio stay tuned live local Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. One of the officials, actually one of the ex-officials from Mexico, had a news conference and he announced that we will not be paying for the wall. Who does Mr. Trump think he is? They came to me, the press, these people, look at all those cameras back there. The press came to me and they told me that he said he would not pay for the wall. Do you have a comment? I said, yes. The wall just got 10 feet taller. 
Love him or hate him, we're going to be breaking down the life and times of Donald J. Trump, the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States, a man who is probably one of the most divisive humans on the planet because he has such polarizing views of everything. And we're going to be breaking down the timeline of how he did. I don't think a lot of people realize that Donald Trump's father uh, was very successful. He was very successful. His father, Fred, was very successful. So Donald Trump, uh, he didn't start from nothing. And uh, he also started with, uh, he says he's on the record of saying he started with a million-dollar business. Oh, man. Well, the problem is if you take a million dollars, okay, and you put it into today's uh, today's equivalent, okay, if you take a million dollars and you put it into an inflation calculator, um, I want to make sure everybody gets this. If you were to buy a new car in 1971, you could buy a new car for roughly $6,000, okay? Today, a new car, uh, Chup, if I'm going to go out there and buy a new, let's say a new Honda something, uh, not that you're a car fact guy, but how much would be, you know, how much would a, a new car be at a typical car lot? Uh, $25,000, $35,000 for not something super fancy. Doll maybe. hairs. So, so you're saying it's not nothing super fancy. Yeah, 30 grand, 30 something, 30 grand around there, yeah. So he said, he's on the record of saying, hey, I started with a million dollars that his dad gave him. Okay, and that and that, that's, and that's I, I will tell you, he took the million dollars, and according to Forbes, he's now worth $3.1 billion. So that actually is a very, very good thing to take a million dollars and to turn it into $3 billion. That's That's powerful, but I want to make sure you understand the math of it. If you took a million dollars into today's money, that would be worth $6.1 million today. So if I said, hey, Eric Chupp, I want you to start a business from nothing using $6.1 million. Deal. I, I want you to start from the <laughs> bottom of the six point. John, if I said, John, here's the deal. Step number one, I want you to, I want you, I want you to start. You, you're a self-starter. You're self-made. I want you to build your own fortune starting with nothing other than $6.1 billion. Because be you, you have nothing else. But the six point one billion does that feel to you like? Uh, I mean, I might be able to do it. I don't think you guys should pick on Trump so much because I, I, my upbringing was very similar. Like when I graduated high school, my dad gave me a hundred dollars, and I now have like twenty thousand in savings. <laughs> and so, if you, I mean, put that in your inflation calculator, Clay. Well, I mean, okay. Well, in, in, now, in a little context, this is a pro Donald Trump. The whole show is going to be very unbiased. But according to Forbes, eighty percent of NFL players are bankrupt. Eighty percent. So the, That's these guys, insane. and by the way, um, let's look at Jay Cutler as an example. Oh. So Jay Cutler, his NFL salary. This is a guy who um, is basically famous for really not winning. He just basically That's plays true. a lot, and he always breaks even, and he throws the ball to the deep. Th- he throws the ball to the defense a lot. True. He actually is playing for, I believe, the Miami Dolphins on a $10 million per year contract, and we'll see if he turns it into $3.6 yeah. billion. His, his move is get a huge contract and then get injured about three games in so you don't have to play the rest of the year. That's his move. He does that every year. Unlike, is he also bankrupt? Uh, no, but I mean, this is 80% of NFL players do go bankrupt. So this is a thing of like, I'm just trying to give you an example. These are people that have money um, and most NFL players squander it. So there is, there is definitely And is, everybody loves them, but they the ones that hate Trump, do they also hate the NFL well, players? That people are like to say when NFL players lose their money that they weren't taught 
They were they weren't educated. They ran into money too quickly. Right. And with Trump, they like to say, well, he had a silver spoon in his hand. But the reality is, he did start with a million dollars, and in today's money, that'd be worth about six million dollars. Now, as we're wrapping up the how Google works story, the Larry Page and Sergey Brin story, the founders of Google, uh, we're breaking down variable number twenty-one, which is you have to make sure that you've determined the right keywords to optimize for. Now, John. Step one, I would encourage all the listeners to find out who your biggest competition is. Why do you have to do that? Well, you have to know what you're up against. You know, so when, you, when you're looking for a keyword, you need to know, okay, well, this person that's ahead of me, how feasible is it to beat them? The person who's ahead of me, how feasible is it for me to beat them? Right. So if you wanted to start like a, uh, a men's haircut tomorrow, you know, it's, it's kind of disheartening if you look at your competition. It's Elf in the Room. And there was like, what, what, how many thousands of pages was it? Uh, let me pull it up right 1, now. 1,400. 1,400 pages. 1,390. Oh. Mm. Close. Oh. Yeah. Just wanted to fact check. That's you know, 10. That was, was 10. Well, it would be like if you were going to be the most reviewed lender, and since I'm so humble, uh, the most reviewed lender in Tulsa, yeah. you would look and see that in order to do that, you, you would, would type have to in go, Tulsa mortgages. Right. And you would have to see that you would have to get 243 just to like be even with total just to be in the conversation who happens to be a hundred above the closest yeah you look at that and you go "Mm, maybe i'll go after a different keyword yeah exactly maybe you just sell like uh gasoline instead now step number two assuming that you're not out there uh switching your industry entirely and becoming a gas station we assume that you're still in the same industry which i do buy local not online thank you steve i appreciate (laughs) you not shipping in your gas from abu dhabi okay so ship your pants Oh, I did ship my pants. <laughs> I appreciate you guys shipping your pants. <laughs> now, you, you want to determine <laughs> what product or service you want to sell the most. I'm gonna, uh, it's so important that you determine what product or service you want to you sell the most after you know who your competition is because you want to know, you know what is the thing you want to focus on optimizing the most, John. Yeah, I was just going to keep with Elephant in the Room here as we're using an example. When you guys first started the company, you know, going after Tulsa haircuts was almost impossible at the time. Truth. And not only was it impossible, we were going to be competing with women's salons like Ulta and really good salons out there. And I didn't want to compete with Miss Jackson's or Ulta because we don't provide haircuts for women. And to this day, now that we are topping Google for Tulsa, uh, just Tulsa haircuts, um, we have a lot of women that show up who say, I, I thought this was a, uh, a haircut place where you guys could cut the hair for win, women or men. And so, we, John, we really, do, we really did focus on Tulsa men's haircuts, one, because we didn't want to market to women, but also it was winnable, John. John, the, it, was, it was a term we could win. Yeah, we, you also had to start with things like Tulsa man buns and other products and services that Whoa. were very specific Hold in up. order to be able to win those first. Man now, buns. Now, Chup, Chup, all man bun discussion aside, True. what were you going to say that? I'm just, I was going to add on that that... When you're determining this product, you and you're and you're you know tagging that up with your keywords that you're going for. Chet Holmes has a quote. I don't remember the exact quote, but basically, oh, you um, better cite it. Ultim, uh, author of the Ultimate Sales Machine, he says that best buyers buy more and they buy more often. So create a system that targets those best buyers. So maybe you want to weave in some type of system to target those key buyers into your keyword as you're planning that out, like Lamode Cleaners does, because I'm a repeato. I just keep going back over and over, over and, and over. over. Now, over now, Thrive Nation, if you want somebody, if, you, if you're looking into, into Google and you realize that somebody else is top in Google and you're not, and you want somebody to kind of look beneath their beautiful Google rank and help you make a plan and help you execute the plan, we can do that. And all you have to do is email us to info at thrive15.com. Once again, that's info at thrive15.com. 
And our team will run a battery of tests to determine the most winnable keywords that your business should focus on to win in search engine results. Also, if you are someone who learns by seeing, by engaging, by interacting, I encourage you to book your tickets for this Friday's Thrive Time Show in-person two-day workshop. As of the time we hopped in the box here, we had one ticket left. So you can buy that ticket today at just $99 at thrivetimeshow.com. Stay tuned. See beneath your beautiful with love See beneath your perfect Take it off now girl take it off now girl Cause I wanna see it Live local Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Follow up on that. You keep calling us the dishonest press, the disgusting well, press. Generally speaking, that's 100% true. Go ahead. I disagree with that, sir. And I, if I can ask you this question, it, it seems as though you're resistant to scrutiny, the kind of scrutiny that comes with running for president of the United States. I you're like saying scrutiny, you're, but you know what? When I raise money, excuse me, excuse me, I've watched you on television. You're a real beauty. Yes, it's the life and times of Donald Trump <laughs> all good. week. It's going to be Trump of Palooza starting tomorrow. The good, the bad, the surly, the bombastic, the temperamental, the intense, the tweets, all of it. The three divorces, all of it. The $3.1 billion or $10 billion net worth, all of it. The guy who started with nothing except for the million dollars. Or the $6.1 in today's dollars. <laughs> That's right. The guy who has had a ton of business failures and a ton of successes. The guy who has built one of the largest towers on the planet. I think it's the fourth largest American building right now. The fourth, fourth tallest the Trump Tower out there in Chicago, the guy who uh, basically built a, a ice skating rink for the city of New York when they said it wasn't possible, a guy who uh, wrote a book that the guy who co-wrote the book with him with him said he didn't write. He's the best-selling author you know, of a book called The Art of the Deal that the co-author said he never actually wrote. But Marshall the book that, is running around saying something about that, too. You know Marshall Morris? Is Marshall saying that? Well, you know, there's this book called Call Your Leads oh. that... that uh, <laughs> That I participated in. You co-wrote with but Marshall. But he, he's always saying that I didn't really co-write co it. And which I believe is actually true. Well, I don't know about <laughs> that. I, I mean, I contributed something maybe more than Trump did to the art of the deal, apparently. I think what he did is he made a list of things that he thought that you would write down if you had taken the time to write them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if, yeah. I guess if he could so guilty like of this stealing one. ideas out of You need to drink a warm glass of... Call oh, your leads. Nice. Call nice. your leads. Mm. All right. Now, Thrive now Thrive Nation, here is the deal. We are breaking down the final show on how Google works. Uh, John, as it relates to determining the keyword that you want to win and getting to the top of Google, really the best solution for everybody out there is to just email info at thrive15.com. And if they do email info at thrive15.com or they go to thrivetimeshow.com and they, they download the Start Here book, which includes, it's an Amazon best-selling book, and it includes the, the, the search engine manifesto, the SEO manifesto. If they actually download that book, what, what are they going to find when they download the Start Here book, John? Well, the Start Here book is not only just a compilation of all of the books 
that uh, you, Clay, have read over the years. It's a step-by-step how to grow your business. But then also in the back of the book, there's a portion called the SEO Manifesto, and it's specific steps that you can take in order to start getting your website to the top of Google. Now, Andy Matherin is a business coach and a, and a, a great member of our team. And, and uh, Andy, you've, you've seen us optimize clients, uh, get, get them to the top of Google. And I think a lot of people feel like Getting to the top of Google is almost like a mystery, mm-hmm. like it's an urban legend, like it's a myth, like it's a, right. like it's a scam, like it's a, you have to pay your way to get to the top. There's, mm-hmm. Can you kind of ex- explain the magic of our search engine optimization team? Sure. I, I'd say this. Uh, Ten championships for John Wooden would have seemed like an absolute impossible task, but he did it. And, and one of his, his four laws of success, he talked about explanation, demonstration, imitation, and repetition. Can you repeat that again? John Wooden, he won 10 NCAA championships in, in 12 years, actually. In a 12-year right. span, he won 10. Right. Uh, famous basketball coach from, from the, for the UCL, UCL, LLA, uh, UCLA Bruins, yes. a legendary coach. And you said that he had four, he had four, he had four what? Four laws of success. He actually turned them into eight, but he said explanation, demonstration, imitation, repetition, 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 repetition. That was his, that was his big thing. That was only seven. And repetition. Okay. Nice. Good call. Nice. Yeah, so so really, I'm saying that to say is the Start Here book really has all of that. It has, it has so many examples in. Has so many, so many different things that help small businesses. And by the way, it's free. I think I heard that earlier on the show. It's free to uh, download, so yeah. It just makes no sense not to go ahead and download that. Not if you don't you start the, here, there's going to be... Right. Help to... Pay. Oh, yet another Donald Trump <laughs> to pay right. reference. Right. So Start here, there will be hell to pay. Now, Andy, the entire show is going to be cited. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire show is going to be cited this whole week. We, we cite every show. If you go right. to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on the podcast, we cite everything we're saying. The, mm-hmm. the Donald Trump show is going to be cited. And I, mm-hmm. I don't have any verifiable evidence right. that his hair is, in fact, not real. Mm. So do you take offense to Steve's uh, shameless toupee references for Donald Trump. I mean, do we? Do, do you take offense? Are you offended like I am? Uh, just a little bit. There's a small part of me that's he's, definitely offended. He's probably more offended by the fact that he brings actual like good content, and I just make <laughs> jokes about toupees. That's okay. okay. He's nice. like, "What is your role here, Currington?" Because I actually just presented like a really good. He said eight, but seven. <laughs> right. You know, repetition right. things. That's but okay. Andy always passively aggressively trumps you. <laughs> oh. Everything you say, he always mm. he he really does. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to say I'm better goal. than Steve, but I am. <laughs> so we move on now. The final, the final. This is a little bonus. Once you've done all 21 variables and your site is fully optimized, um, you got to make sure that dude looks good in, on mobile devices. And or mobile do that. is or do changing that. the world. Uh, today, everyone has smartphones with them, constantly, you know, communicating. They're 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 texting. They're they're on their phones all the time. And the number of smartphones has actually now surpassed the number of personal computers. So you absolutely have to have a mobile-friendly website in order to to win because Google, John, will rank you lower if you don't actually have a mobile-compliant website. Can you explain why that is, my friend? Yeah, it just goes back to uh, the earlier part that we were talking about is Google actually makes their money by the more people that use Google. And so if they're ranking people that aren't able to function on a smaller screen on a mobile device, then people are going to get frustrated and then they're going to stop using Google. So that's why you have to make sure there's so many people out there that are using um, tablets or cell phones mm. to browse as their main way to go online. And so you have to make sure that all of your, your site is responsive for all of those different screens. Now the next the next and final final variable, these are these are things that are like bonus moves. Once you're to the top of Google, these are, these are things you have to do to convert more deals. Okay, one, you got to get that mobile com- compliance nailed down. The final one is you just have to have 
the most reviews. And they have to be real reviews from real customers. And John, you and I worked with a contractor years ago, and it was hilarious because he would come into the meeting and he'd always say, guys, uh, could you help me uh, you fix my online reputation? You know, Could you guys help yeah. me? I'm getting a lot of bad reviews. I mean, I'm getting <laughs> a lot of bad reviews. I don't know where they're reviews. coming from. I don't know why. I mean, it's like my competition must hate me because I'm getting, <laughs> I mean, and again, by the way, if you have a top uh, optimized website, you're going to get a competition right and some negative things. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. True. But every review, John, they're coming in from HomeAdvisor, from House, from Google. Angie's List. From people I know just telling me verbally. (laughs) Verbal reviews. Verbal reviews. Mm -hmm. People calling each other with reviews. People texting saying, hey, beware of that guy. (laughs) Anti-referral. We had to move on. But John, can you explain why it's so important to get reviews with today's economy, today's internet uh, marketing? Why, Why do you have to get Google reviews? Well, that's where people start. So when they search, they're going to find you as your company if you're you're topping Google. And then everybody just has this distrust, this disbelief. And so they're like, well, who are these people? Do they really deserve my money? And so then they're going to look at other actual people that have used you to see what they're saying mm. so they can get a feel for what their experience is going to be like. According to Forbes, 88% of consumers now read online reviews before making a buying decision. And so if you're there today and saying, you know what, I, it's probably a good time to, to refinance my home, um, I would encourage you to believe not to trust but verify. And Steve, they can go to your website there, Total Lending Concepts. When they go to Total Lending Concepts, my friend, what can they find? Well, they can find a uh, quick quote form and a way to apply for a mortgage because that's what we do. Actually, today that happened while we're on the show. Someone in uh, Missouri, Missouri, decided to go apply. So we're going to call them today because we work all the time. And how get many them reviews do you have right now? We have uh, two hundred and forty-three. And what's your website address? This morning? It would be stevecurrington.com. Now, John, we have four ways we can help all the listeners, but we can't help them unless they go to thrivetimeshow.com. The podcast. Why yep. does everybody need to subscribe to that podcast? Well, you need that daily dose of, of business coaching because that's what we're doing on the show here is we're teaching you specifics on how to grow your business and just having that daily feed is great. Now, the second move is we have the the online business school with thousands of videos. Why should everybody try it? Out? It's just a dollar, John. Yeah, well, you have to try it because we have mentors on there that are very successful, such as David Robinson. You can learn leadership from him. He's the NBA Hall of Famer. We have these huge mentors that are breaking down how to grow your business. So you can check it out there at thrivetimeshow.com. The third is we have the in-person business workshops. And the fourth is we have one-on-one business coaching. Now, John, our workshop is this Friday, my man. That's true. What what can they expect when they first arrive this Friday? Well, you're going to get a fire hose of knowledge. Um, you're also, there might, may or may not be uh, ice sculpture. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. oh. There may or may not be live uh, Christmas music playing. Ooh, wow. Yes. Uh, and then there may or may not be uh, Lam- Lamborghini, Lamborghini rides. rides on Saturday. Oh, yes. In addition yeah. to the t- the two-day wow. 15 hours of power, mm-hmm. it is the Thrive Time Show. Book your tickets this Friday. Woo! got one ticket left. Go to thrivetimeshow.com. The ticket's just $99. My name's Clay Clark. I am a business coach. And as always, three, two, one, boom! It may seem crazy what I'm about to say. Sunshine is here.